All right, we got Hannah. Yeah, hey. Okay, Cameron. Hello. All right, is everyone here? Say yes, one at a time. Yes. 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 All right, y'all. I'll record the introduction later. So, what? What's? Ethan just switched out for me again. All right. So, what topic are we going to be talking about today? Well, I mean, we got a Mormon and an atheist in the call. So, I mean, (laughs) I don't know what should we talk about, Ethan. Oh, we're proof of use for violation. So don't offend me, Cameron. All right, Aubrey, so stop eating while you're talking. Over for YouTube <laughs> right now, so he fixes his difficulties. So, <laughs> All right. We're gonna do any me, any mini bow. Which one are we gonna argue with today? <laughs> um, I-, I say Mormonism. <laughs> I mean, I think we should be an atheist just because you remember <laughs> that that long comment we got. Yeah, yeah Hannah, you freaking vegan. What? Hannah, dude wouldn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, y'all don't know the backstory. One of our YouTube videos, go and check it out Common Sense Christianity. This dude, we were, Ethan was reviewing, you know, atheism, right? And I don't remember <laughs> which video it was correctly. This dude got three comments on it, right? And one of the yeah. comments, what happened is he opened it up. It was a five page essay <laughs> on why atheism is its own religion. Uh, it's not a religion, though. Yeah, that's it. That's what he was saying. Okay, Ethan, you're glitching out for me. Atheism is when you don't believe well, in Ethan's glitching oh, but, out for me, yeah, too. Yeah, he's glitching out, so I guess I'm going to have to be taken over a little bit this show. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to make right. your own podcast with me? Uh, yeah, can we, can we sure. Not do this while we're on a podcast, is that... what? Yeah. All right. Good. Hello, Nathan. If you're Mike, yeah, there you go. Just say what first claim you want to start off with. Atheism is bad. What? <laughs> Ethan. A broad thing to say. I thought you wanted to take a debate class, not a second grader class. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to start off with. There's so many topics we could cover. Okay, okay, wait. I I will ask a question. I'm about to get a wheel. Shut up, okay. Cameron. Let her ask the question. Yeah, I just asked you a question. Okay, <laughs> Ethan. So... Yep. How do you know that your religion is the correct religion when there oh. are hundreds of other religions Hannah, in the world that, that all think they are right? Dude, okay. So I hear this argument all the time, and it's like... It, it's just something to start off. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like, okay, you know Santa Claus ain't real. There's a bunch of different Santa Clauses that people believe in. And <laughs> the right... <laughs> I mean, you just base it off of the evidence. Well, but we can say the same thing about like church stuff, religion. We could literally say the Easter Bunny's not real. Sorry to ruin your dreams, Hannah, but it's not <laughs> real. Okay? So why can't we say religion's not real? Well, uh, well, okay. So, so you make a point there, but it it all comes down to the evidence of things. So, uh, in my view, there are two possibilities uh, of the universe. One, there is a god 
And then there isn't a God. So you have two possibilities there with a bunch of different things branching out, right? So you go with those possibilities and figure out the likelihood of them. Okay. You know, but let's say, let's say there's multiple gods, like Buddha. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Aubrey, I'm Aubrey, serious. Can you, Aubrey, can can you, you just pro- already said you're kind of just repeating yourself because I know I'm repeating myself. What am I supposed to say? I don't know anything about this stuff. If you would have read okay. the book I gave you, we would have been having this. Problem. I read the first page. <laughs> I think that's what counts. No, <laughs> I don't that- even read my books I'm supposed to read for school. What do you okay? Oh you know what? I'll read the book, Ethan. You told me that last week. week. In a, in a week, we can, right, we, we can have another podcast. Right okay, Aubrey, shut up. <laughs> All right. So, okay. uh, where were we? So, oh, Ethan, right. you said that it depends on the likelihood of it. But I feel like there is more likelihood for there not to be a god than there is for there Why? to be a god. There's so Why? many oh, H- Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. So, here's an huh? example. Here's an example. Right. Can you hear me all right? Yep. All right. So let's just take a uh, a Boeing seven forty seven, right? It is a what? A, a seven forty seven. It's a type of jet engine. It's a jumbo jet, right? Oh, okay, we yeah. Take that plane. Now it is very complex in its nature, but you know there was a plane before it that led to the design of that plane that was simpler and less advanced. So you yes. can go back all the way to 1903 uh, to the Wright brothers, right? That made the mm-hmm. first ever plane. Now, my question to you is, is what caused that first plane, meaning the first biological life? Because in and of itself, it is simple compared to the 747, but it is still complex in and of itself, meaning that natural processes don't create complex things. I'm not going to lie, Ethan. You lost me at 1903. So, right. Aubrey, so... you literally are not. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to like throw a little reverse card in here. Why do you think that the universe was not created by God? Like, do you, like, I want an explanation. Like, do you, how do you think humans became humans? Um, <laughs> so, I don't think there's any real way of knowing that. Because, oh, that one's a tough one. But, like, how do you know that there's a god? Like, technically, it's just an idea, right? right? Well, this yeah, but atheism's an idea, too. That Ethan well, in a way, yeah. Because we both agree on this. So, in biology, there's all these different genetic codes, all this stuff. And so, Science? Yeah. Shut up, Aubrey. <laughs> Right. Sorry. So there's all these different genetic codes. How do you think these just all of a sudden become in the like? I don't. I just, well, I genetic mutation. There's, there's a lot of Aubrey. You can't have a genetic mutation without genetics in the first place. Okay, Before Aubrey. Why there is no genetics? Well, there could be. No, no, no. Oh, Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey. Hold up. Hold up. Let, up. Me, let me make this point. So okay, DNA codes for proteins, but protein mm-hmm. is made out of well. Pro uh, DNA is made out of proteins, right? Yep. So what came first, the DNA or the proteins? Because they both need each other. Aubrey? Hannah, this is a question for you, too. 
I'll be honest. I wasn't listening to that one question. I'll, I'll repeat it again. Okay. Proteins make up DNA. DNA codes for proteins. Which came first? Uh, the egg. I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, that reminded me of a joke. Okay, hang on. But let's go back to something you said before. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, you whoa, said, whoa, whoa. You, We're going to get to this later now. Wait, hang on. I'm not going to okay. forget this. Okay, Aubrey interrupted the question and had... Okay, well... <laughs> Okay, so what came first, the protein or the what? Or the DNA, because DNA codes protein. The DNA. DNA is made. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. But oh, wait, DNA this is, is like an endless cycle. Yeah, yes. so it's like. <laughs> it's an endless cycle, so there has to be a beginning. So we're stuck here with this question. Now, I'm not saying that automatically proves God. Okay, and then this goes back. So you said, how does it get here in the first place? I think mm-hmm. there is a lot of possibilities that it could have gone that it sure. could have happened with. But I think one of them could be a god, but I don't think that would be the biggest possibility. I think it is almost unreasonable to say that there is a being that made it. Why? What's unreasonable so, about it? Okay, so you said everything comes here. Or Okay, I'll ask you the same question. How did God get here? Like, so, how was he created? So- so this is a Christian belief. I can't speak for Aubrey on this, but the the belief in a monotheistic God, this is theism in general, that the creator cannot be the creation, right? So if God created time, because at the Big Bang, there were three things created, space, matter, and time. So that whatever created that cannot be made of space, matter, and time. So God is not in time. We can't comprehend this because we are conflict. We are constrained into time. God is technically in the past, present, and future at the same time because time doesn't exist in His realm because He created it. Okay. okay. Honestly, that just doesn't make sense, though. Like, oh. like you said, it's impossible to comprehend. But sure. At the same time, you said that. When I said there is probably no way of knowing how the universe was created. I don't know. I'm getting off topic. But. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Oh, crap. I just forgot what I was about to say. Um, so. Uh, I, I literally just forgot, man. I was like at a perfect. I know. I was going to say something, too. And I was like, wait. <laughs> Dude, it happens to me all the time during the podcast. No worries. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just remember. This is what I forgot. Yeah, all right. Anyways, so there's a lot of evidence well, in the Bible that God actually exists. Because if you, I don't remember where this, I don't remember where this is in the Bible. But I believe, I don't think I'm remembering this correctly. I don't know. But there's a part in the Bible where, um, you know, I'm just not going to say it because it's probably going to be incorrect. But there's just, let me just say this, there's parts in the Bible that, like, that actually happened, like, just, Oh, prophecies? I know exactly where you're looking at. There's just evidence. Well, that's not very helpful, uh, that's very vague, but I'm, luckily I know what you're talking about. Uh, Cameron's pointed to the various Old Testament prophecies, such as Psalms 22, such as Isaiah 53, that directly, um, 
point to the uh, messianic, uh, uh, the messianic prophecies, right? And it claims in the Old Testament the very method of execution for this Messiah before that method of execution was even created. And I'm going to go on and pull it up here, but you guys can go in and debate me on that while I'm looking for it. Thank you for uh, covering me there. I kind of had a brain fart halfway through. And so, uh... I got you, Texan. <laughs> I'll wow. be honest, I literally have no idea what any of that meant. <laughs> what? Wait, Cameron, explain that to me. That's, that's kind of hard to explain. Um, I have no idea. All right. You know what we need to do, actually? I'm thinking about it. What? We need to get Hannah and her dad on this. Yes, oh, please. No, not me and my my dad. Okay, well, so no, what happened? I talked to my dad about oh. it. And he said he wants to call. He wants to be on a call, but he doesn't want to go on the podcast. Okay. Well, here, here. I, I've just found the verse, and it is Psalms 22, uh, 16. And it says, My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. Then pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Now, if you read the New Testament crucifixion accounts, this is the exact things that happen. And then you are generally atheists. I'm going to go in and answer your question here, Hannah, presumably. <laughs> uh, atheists say, well, I mean, the, the scripture, the New Testament writers could have just wrote that in there. But this is confirmed by uh, historians such as Josephus, who wasn't a Christian, but of the very uh, religion that killed Jesus. He was Jewish. And he wrote this within the lifetime of the witnesses to this, um, to these events. Okay, so what happened in this story, and what does it have to do with Christianity? So, so, so in the Old Testament, Hannah, and when you read the Bible, this is what you'll find out. There, there was this hope for the, um, for the Jewish people, and this figure called the Messiah. Right, and he was going to save the people. He was going to redeem the people, and you can also find this in Isaiah fifty-three. And what what this is describing here, it describes the very words Jesus said on the cross: "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" In the original um, language, it's "Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani." Right. So, uh, so that prediction right there, it says the Messiah. This will happen to him. That's the context of the story. So it got it exactly right hundreds of years before the method of execution was even made. All right. I'm still confused on how that proves, like, what you're getting at. Like, how is that proof of Christianity? Hannah, understand this. Imagine I was... This is just totally random. I, I've never used this example before. Imagine I was born in 1900, right? And I okay. predict before Donald Trump was born, it, before he was even thought of, he was born in the 1940s, I think. I say in 2016, he's going to be elected president of the United States. That shows that I, I don't know what that necessarily shows in terms of that, but it shows I'm a good guesser, right? 
Yeah. Uh, so with this, it could be just a good guess if it was one prophecy. But there are a uh, hundred and eighty-six prophecies in the Old Testament. I believe I'm wrong on that number, but there are many, many, many Old Testament prophecies, and all of them were fulfilled by the Messiah, by Jesus. Okay. So that is well, proof of prophetic origin. So you you know the show The Simpsons? Yeah. So before Donald Trump was president, they predicted that he would be, and there's other things that. Yeah, but Hannah, Donald said, Trump was alive. The, okay. the idea of a president was alive. Donald Trump was alive. But so, that could, like, you wouldn't say this. Oh, hang on. Mom, what is it? No, I'll be fine. Sorry, my mom came in. So you couldn't really say that The Simpsons accurately predicts the future and that it is something we should worship you know well no, hannah let me give you the one occasion let me no there's about how there's a hundred in like well let 80. me give you the time dates around these so so the psalms 2 through 95 cameron i'll let you talk after this i just have to make this point before i forgive it written by king david right they were written uh, uh let's see where where's the verse uh, it literally just showed it they were written hundreds of years before Jesus. Let's just say that. So probably mm-hmm. he lived. I know King David lived in the 10th century BC. That is 1,000 years before the crucifixion of Jesus. Roman crucifixion, well, crucifixion in general was invented by the Persians in, I believe, 400 BC. I could be wrong on that. How on earth did they get that exact method of of execution right and get the exact words right. Uh, well, how do, what's the proof of that? If like it happened Hannah. so long ago before... before... Hannah, I, I'm literally showing you the proof here and I will pull up quotes. Um, let's see, where is that? Where's my folder? I have historical quotes from non-Christian sources confirming parts of the New Testament for you. Okay. Uh, let's see. No. No. Okay. Uh, so here's the quote from Josephus that I cited earlier. And it says, Now there, there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man. For he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ, and when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principle of men among us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him, for he appeared to them alive again on the third day, as the divine prophets have foretold these and ten thousand other wonderful things concerning him, and the tribe of Christians so named from him are not extinct at this day. That was a non-Christian um, source written about Jesus within the first century. Okay. So. Okay. So that happened like a long time ago. And the Christian religion has changed since then. Right? Uh, it depends on what you mean by that. So it's changed. Like there's new 
like there's new ways for you guys accept you guys accept more things like you like you've accepted evolution as part of your religion well yeah no not as part of a religion i accepted as science okay and there is more and more like discoveries and things that are being figured out that the church is starting to accept because they are losing followers and <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, whoa, 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 that, and that's not why. Hannah, Hannah well, it's because there's just... so many different ways to interpret, like, interpret the Bible. It's kind of like, I, I, I don't know how to explain. Okay, but what I'm, what I'm saying is it keeps changing. Like, religion keeps changing. No, no, no. Re- religion doesn't change. The people that uh, follow the religion change. The Bible has been the same for ever since it was written. It is the people that interpret it that have changed. So, for example, people used to believe the earth was flat because they took one verse out of context in the Bible, even though Isaiah admits that the earth is circular before anyone knew of it, but that's a different topic. Uh, I will say this, Hannah. Sure, the Christian church uh, is more accepting. Well, at least I am. I hope to be. Many Christians do not accept evolution. In fact, the vast majority of American Christians don't accept evolution. Uh, and to do it to get more followers, Hannah, that is not the reason we are losing followers. The reason we're losing followers is because people have seen past the corruption of men. And the, and the church has just made huge errors in that regard. But okay. Hannah... In the Middle East and in China, for example, the church is booming. It's just America where we're losing. America and Europe. Because Christians have become so prosperous and so ungrateful for what God has provided them that that he has let the church pretty much fall. And I think we're getting exactly what we deserve. But in China, in, in the Middle East, Christianity is the most persecuted religion in the world. And I will provide article articles for you uh, Macking that up. And yet, it's booming. This happened in the first century. It happened all sorts of times in history. Okay. Yeah, I... Alright, I get that. But... Like, that would happen with other religions too, right? Well, it depends. Give me an example. mm, Let me think. I'm gonna say... Uh... Buddhism, okay. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if that actually happened, but like, I don't know. What's saying that they are wrong, and you guys are right? Uh-huh. Like they truly, they might. They're probably as strong believers as you. If that yep. their religion is correct and that they know what's happening. Okay. And so. How do you know that your religion is superior and your religion is the correct religion? Well, Hannah, this again, this all comes down to evidence. You don't Buddha, Buddhism. There is two different main types, and one of it is atheistic, meaning they don't believe in a god. They just believe in. I I don't study much on Buddhism, but my, a good majority of Buddhists are more atheistic in that sense, and then others just see Buddha as a god. Uh, so the, I can't give you much insight on that, but right. superior religions, I don't like that word. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't mean superior. I meant like the correct. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Correct. Uh, again, it goes down to evidence. What, 
what are you giving me for evidence? For evidence? Uh, well, it's mainly what evidence you're given and what how yeah. the people that get that evidence interpret it. Yo, is Aubrey still here? Or we have no... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I... literally just... You told me not to say anything. No, what? don't listen to Hannah. Wait, I didn't say don't say anything. I said stop saying stupid stuff. Okay, well, anyways, what I was saying, I was literally talking and then it closed out on me. Okay, I was saying, while Christianity and Buddhism are not... not the same thing at all but they almost i feel like they do have some similarities well but... everything has similarities yeah okay like for... i don't know aubrey it's your turn to talk <laughs> what well gonna come uh, okay she's not so yeah i honestly don't know what to say I had something to say, but then I forgot what it was. Yeah, I was talking, and then I forgot. But, you know, it probably wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Well, you just... The carpool thing will work. Huh? The carpool thing. Remember for the band thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So it she'll won't. pick us up, I guess. But you're just going to have to take me there. Yeah, that's what Meta said. That's chill. So it's going to work? Yeah. All right. All right. Are so... we even talking about the podcast anymore? <laughs> yeah, we are. We just got a little okay. off topic. Uh, All right. So. Let's see. Uh, so, Hannah, what makes you confident that there isn't a god? Um. I, um. I'll be honest, like the my family is hardcore atheist, and right. that's one of the re- reasons I am atheist. And I don't think I could go. I don't think I could be religious because I've been taught about atheism my whole life. Okay. That's, so Hannah, not saying that's the reason I am atheist. Well, Hannah, is, you sound but, just oh, like a religious person right now. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> But, um, well, I mean, this goes back to Ethan's point, which you probably will bring up right about now. Uh, when he was with Sean McCraney on his show, yeah. that's uh, most people, well, not most, but some people are that religion yeah. because it's what I was up listening and, and I really did, know. I knew that you were going to bring that up as soon as I said that. But no, mm-hmm. I have, like, there's reasons that. You wouldn't believe in a god. Such as? Um, let's take in evolution, okay? Okay. Evolution, that's not saying that there is no god, but that is proof. Like, that's almost proof against what you guys believe in. How? Because Christians believe in, it's like creationism. But, well, well, not all. Wait. I believe 
you're talking about young earth creationism. And if you were to listen to the podcast more often, you'd already know my opinion on that. Hannah, Hannah. Yeah. It's like how Christians, and I make this point to Christians all the time, we don't believe in dragons. There are dragons in the Bible, I can promise you. But that's not what it's meant to, um, that's not what it's meant to say. There's, as you know from taking language arts, there's figurative and literal language. And some things in the Bible are meant to be taken figurative and other things literal. Christians for too long have been so stupid. And you know what? It is part of human ignorance itself. Uh, so to... evolution is meant to be taken figuratively? No, figuratively? no, no. I'm saying the biblical creation story is meant to be taken figuratively. You can't make evolution figurative. It's scientific fact. Okay, so Adam and Eve were just figurative? They could have been. So you don't know this? So I, my my personal opinion is Hannah. All is right, that, I'm back. I'm sorry, I had a technical issue. Oh, okay, Cameron. We're just gonna get to evolution, the good stuff. So my view is is that the six day creation is figurative. That that it actually wasn't a literal six days, but meant to be used. And this is just my current opinion. It's probably gonna change. But it was more meant to be used uh, to set up the times of the weekend and the Sabbath and things like that uh, and the work week. Uh, but with that being said, Adam and Eve, I don't know whether they w- were real people or not. I know for a fact they weren't the first, though, because if they were the first, they would have had to live 6,000 years ago. And scientific dating has clearly proved that Homo sapiens appeared around 200,000 years ago uh, from current estimates. Uh, so that's my stance on that, if that clears anything up. All right. So, but you think that in the beginning, God created yes. life. Created the heavens and the earth, yeah. The heavens and the earth. But he created humans and he created I think life. He, I think he created everything. Now, whether he guided that through evolution or not, that's that's up to a different debate. All right. I, I like your opinion on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But see, again, going back to the jumbo jet thing that I was saying earlier, life in and of itself, even the first life around 3.5 billion years ago, was complex, not to us, but for nature to create a genetic code that, let's see, just to give you an example, if you were to unravel all the DNA inside, your one cell, one of uh, one human cell, it would expand about six feet long. Mm-hmm. And if you were to take all the DNA out of an entire human body, it would stretch across the diameter, the the diameter of the solar <laughs> system, right? So, okay. uh, so that complex DNA code is required for all life. Now, and it seems to me very. It sounds like a big step of faith for an atheist to take to say that that somehow came together by natural processes without any guidance. DNA is a code. DNA is a code, and therefore there should be a coder. That makes sense. Um, I mean, in a way, but just because it's complex does not end there's a slim chance of it happening doesn't mean that somebody had to be there to create it. It yeah, could have happened it, so many different ways. Hannah, it's probability. 
It's all probability. Yeah. So what makes it more probable that a god did it instead of instead of like life, many- uh, life just doing stuff? I'll 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 give you an example. Hannah, you you use computers during school. What if it mm-hmm. was just a, a bunch of metal parts lying around and they came together over a long period of time? Why don't you assume that? Uh, because I don't know that just that just doesn't happen. You're right. Random, random okay, stuff doesn't turn complex all of a sudden. There's a lot. Okay, here's an example. There's another theory of how life started on Earth. And it was... So, from... One of the theories is that a meteor came onto Earth with life on it. Yeah. Like, single-celled organisms. And then mm-hmm. they began from there. Yeah, sure. And so, I've actually read about the Big Bang and how it happened. And yeah. so... The earth came together and then there was a, like a lot of different chemicals on the earth and then they came right. together yeah, and yeah. slowly. Hmm? Oh, continue, continue. So life didn't start out. So what I believe life didn't start out as actual cells and single celled organisms. It started out through a really slow process of chemicals mixing together and creating some Anna, form of life and evolved. Hmm? So here, here's my problem with that. First, first of all, that doesn't explain how things got there. DNA doesn't randomly form. RNA doesn't randomly form. Uh, mitosis doesn't randomly happen. Meiosis doesn't randomly happen. Uh, there are all these evolutionary problems, and I'm not just saying I'm not using God of the gaps here, uh, but the, it takes some explanation, and I'm willing to solve it with you. But to me, in the end, I conclude a designer because I see design. And uh, let's just do this really quickly. I'm, I'm going to explain to you an evolutionary event. Well, not really an evolutionary event, but a universal event. So around four uh, billion years ago, the Earth was, was very young relatively on a geometric uh, scale. And there was this planet, I'm sure you've heard of it, and that smashed into the Earth. And it broke the Earth into pieces. And this piece came outside and started orbiting this big blob of mass. And that became mm-hmm. the moon. And then the Earth cooled down. And then that allowed water to form, which is a basic part. You couldn't have life without water, right? So mm-hmm. without the moon, you wouldn't have life. Without this big old planet smashing into there, you wouldn't have life. And so... Earth, life formed around 3 billion years ago. That gives you 500 million years between these two events, if I have my dates correctly, uh, for life to form. Okay. And honestly, hang on. Come on. Oh, no, not yet. Okay. All right, Ethan, apparently we've got to leave in, like, ten minutes. All right. So, I'll get this one point in. So, what I'm saying is what I believe, what happened to the Big Bang. I've actually done research on this because I was curious. Uh Uh-huh. So, it's basically what I said last time. But, so, there was a ton of chemicals out in the earth, Hold up just uh, the solar system, and then, hmm, uh, almost. All right, we should honestly probably go. We could carry it on though. No, you've been up there forever. You've 
this is the debate. You haven't practiced your horn and you've got the dishes to do. Oh my gosh. All right, so that's probably going to wrap up the podcast episode. Later. We'll probably continue I... next time. Go make sure to check out our YouTube. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always, and we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it, and frankly, even if you don't, uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the word of God. And until next time, God bless you.